in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Here from the Top 10 Show, I am John Roca. And I am Matt Nost, and uh, we're ready to get this party started today on Topic Thunder. How does the show work, John? Uh, the show works like this. Uh, you guys who are awesome patrons at the $5 and above level, you send in your questions, comments, or thoughts that you want us to talk about. We don't open these ahead of time. We open them on the show during email, and the email is there uh, on the Patreon. If you're uh, if you're a patron and you, and you didn't know about this, the email is there on the Patreon for you to send in your questions to us for us to answer on the show. And we, uh, you know, sometimes it's one question for a whole show like last time or yep. sometimes it's four questions for a whole show you just never know what's going to happen but we're always curious and excited to see what we get so let's get it off let's start it off matt all right our first one comes to us from ed buzzkirk and says matt and john you are welcome to read this preface but it has nothing to do with the question all right. okay all right i hope this finds the both of you well and healthy first it can't be said enough thank you for the endless hours of content you you both provide especially during this crazy time we hope to be finding our way out of soon <laughs> john you have a household of outlaw nation citizens here and matt we love settle the score as well we hope to increase uh, our contributions as we get back on our feet until then i hope our sincere thanks will do it will oh thank you on with the question this was the first year that I was able to see every film nominated for an Academy Award. It's wow. usually some of the foreign short films that elude me. It's also too bad that it happened to coincide with what was, in my opinion, the dullest Academy ceremony I can ever remember. <laughs> Glenn Close doing dad butt, in quotes, on national TV might, uh, might be the all-time low point. What can the Academy do? To get oh. things back on track. Obviously, they tried something new and it did not work. I believe what is missing most is the genuine love of movies. The movie montages that they used to run through, they used to run through with the broadcast, highlighting actors, directors, music, etc., were mm -hmm. always a highlight for me and would often get me to tear up. This year, there were uh, no moments like that. Just wondering if you had any thoughts or suggestions. Boy, uh, did it make me miss Billy Crystal. Peace, <laughs> Ed Buskirk. <laughs> Um, okay. So here's my answer. Um, I think there's just, I think the destroying the obsession with ratings in the Academy Awards, I think that's the number one thing. Just present the award show like it's always been. Give us back the montages, give us back the conversations about movies. Get those exclusive interviews with clips and stuff going behind us. People talk about the love of movies. There are 365 days out of the year, but you legitimately only get one night to fall back in love with the entire medium of film. The Golden Globes don't do it. The other fucking award shows don't do it. The Oscars has the prestige to do it. So just let it be. 
This obsession with ratings is why we're getting terrible shit like this and the butt and all of that nonsense, which, by the way, was staged. That was not something Glenn Close just did on the fly. That was all staged. She's cool. Don't get me wrong. She might. She may wear, very well have known the butt and seen all the, the Spike Lee movies and all that, known how to twerk and everything like that, but it was <coughs> still staged. And so to me, it just didn't have that kind of noble or regalness to it that I think we should still have in this society. We've become so obsessed with stripping everything down to flip-flops and cargo shorts that we forget that it's okay to aspire to reach a certain level of status. Um, uh, and so I think that's what's lost in the Academy Awards now is we're trying to make it so cool that we're losing the kind of nobility that it used to have. So that's sure. that's my uh, overall opinion. And, and, you know, and you don't have to agree with me. That's just my overall opinion. On it. It's a well thought out. You've given this some time. <laughs> I have actually. Yes, I have not. Uh, I stopped watching the Academy Awards like as a full on night event a long time ago. Oh, wow. OK. Uh, I used to just try and catch the the awards that I wanted to see. Like once I started right. slowly fading it out yeah. and then inevitably thank, uh, because of the internet. Now I just scroll through and keep updated on who's winning as it's going along because it's so bloviated. Mm-hmm. It drags on for way too long. Yes. And I realize, you know, you guys are used to it and it's a prestige project and it's a legacy thing. Every mm. year we go back and we reflect on movies and enjoy the pomposity of this entire moment and affair. And that's fine. Did you say pomposity? Pomposity. That's what it is. It's a bunch of pompous, arrogant, grown children in a room all patting each other on the backs. <laughs> okay. so I, I think that's a fair assessment. All right. All right. Do I do I think that what they made, by and large, usually is pretty amazing? Yes, I do. But... <laughs> It's also a bunch of people going, you know who's fucking sweet? You. Thank you. Thank you. It really has no bearing on your life whatsoever. Uh, unless you're in that room. Unless yeah, you're unless in you're room. in that room right. or right. are financially tied to it in, in some yeah. regard. Right. You know, part of the agency, part of the production company, part of whatever the fucking case is. Yeah. Uh, so I would say shorten it. Let's trim a lot of this fat. Okay. And change up the order. Okay. You always close on best picture, but then it's like a, a randomized drawing. And this year, best director is going to be the first thing given away and then best actor. And then whatever, like, you know, luck of the draw type of thing, but at least right. it would keep it interesting. You don't know the order. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Cause th- there are certain things that you probably can't cut. You definitely can't cut the immemorium. No. And the, it's not the Cecil B. DeMille, is it? It's the the Lifetime Achievement? I think it is, yeah. Still the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Yeah, Probably yeah, yeah. got to do that one. Yeah. And then after that, because ideally, I would say split it into like two nights, turn it into the NFL draft. Now you're you talking... Do- now you're talking WrestleMania because WrestleMania now they're they've been splitting it over two nights over the last three years, okay. so they could add more shit. So are you talking about splitting it in half and adding more shit each night, or are you talking about just completely shortening it? But if you were gonna split it, keep the same length, just split it over two nights. I'm not sure. I'm not okay. sure. Okay. But I think asking three to three and a half hours of people is just not going to happen anymore. Hmm. It's just not. And, and that's my point, right? Because like rating, if you give a fuck about ratings, then Matt's point of view is correct. Shorten it down, cut it down, you know, add the button, all of that shit. But the exchange is that it just becomes an award show 
and you're just looking to see who won. There's no real extra frills, right? Because yeah. there's so many awards to give out. Uh, so what are you saying? Don't cut the frills at all? Yeah, I, I, I think, be honest. To, look, does the Super Bowl cut its time? No. Does the, uh, does the um, as I it said, adds breath- more commercials. Oh, sure. Sure, it adds more. So it extends the time. Yeah, does, and the halftime is 10 minutes longer. Exactly. Does does uh no matter who's playing, that's the sentiment. The NBA finals, right? It's it's the game is this long and that's that. The World Series, the game is this long and that's that. WrestleMania, they've extended, as I said, over two nights now, where it's three to four hours each night. Sometimes five, I think five hours if you do the pre-show each night. So you can't tell me that you don't but- have the same kind of pe- numbers of people. But they're who not watch directly the analogous to one another. What do you mean? Well, it's not like at oh, the end of the Oscars. Event. Well, it's a competition. Scorsese is going to dunk on somebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's a competition. If it did that, yeah, but it's it's 90% just let's cut to this piece and slow camera pan and somebody slowly walks out to a mic. And it's about 10% of... The nominees are right. We go yeah, through, right. and then you build the tension there. If it was all that, I think yeah. that would be better. Let's let's instead okay. of having the technical achievements uh, not aired, mm-hmm. maybe we add those to it, and we're just throwing out awards left and right. Oh, hear about this, man. How about this, man? And I like if I go down your path of what you're suggesting, it does make it more interesting. It does make it more competitive. Then I think you start adding a two person booth. That could be interesting, don't you think? Oh, okay. I mean, don't you think? You'd be like, like commentary, Right. And they'd be like, oh, I did not see that coming. I thought for sure Star Wars was going to win. Oh, man, that must have looked bad on Kathleen Kennedy. What They'll do you never think, be Bob? able to say that. That's, but that's what I'm saying. That would add more interest, I think, if you turn yeah. it into a legitimate sporting event. where Because it, it legitimately is a competition. Yes, yes. there's a popularity competition most of the time, but it's still a competition. You could have that. And then like the upsets and like the like the Chadwick Boseman, Anthony Hopkins thing. Whoo, man. Could you have had a post match interview or post award interview uh, with some people in the crowd to see what they thought afterwards, either coming out or in the actual auditorium that or out there drinking at the bar? That could be fascinating and very interesting. So, yeah, um, I I don't think anyone would be honest (laughs) unless they've been drinking. But this isn't the Golden Globes. Right, exactly. Well, there is this a bar, is the, though. Yeah, but this is the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And more than likely, so Hopkins wins. Every person you're going to interview is just going to talk about how great he is and not bring up the travesty of the loss because, A, you might reveal who you voted for, and the anonymity, I think, really benefits oh, right. True. the overall. True. If they released the votes and told us who voted for who, so then we could publicly shame those assholes instead yeah. of saying the acting job on this wasn't you know as up to par as this other one, in your opinion. Mm-hmm. something along those lines uh okay yeah to make it more like sports hell yeah i think um you know live betting <laughs> that would mean then you don't need a commentator <laughs> but you could have the updated bets like on a separate channel yeah There's another revenue stream it doesn't interfere with anything they're doing and you that I mean it just that's free money okay okay so you tell me peacock wouldn't put that out or somebody else that wants to get into the I, gambling I, maybe Maybe like William Hill, I think, um, and the Gold Derby. They have odds before the Oscar ceremony of who's going to win what award. So that could be something you could parlay into a whole thing. 
in terms of gambling, that could be fascinating. Yeah. I, I don't I don't disagree with you there. There are sports owners that have looked into it because inevitably. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Now with leagues going into Vegas, it just we have mm. to get a piece of this action. Let's just yeah. condone it and take 10 percent or 5 percent, whatever the case is. I think that's why Goodell wants to like throw that forfeit thing out there for these people who are unvaccinated because you, you're fucking with our money now. You're oh, fucking yeah. with our money now. So look, one year you got a one year grace period, but now if you start messing with us moving games around, fuck it, forfeit, you're out. These guys make their money, uh, and yeah, we got to move forward. Exactly, and I think that's that's a, a part of this as well. So listen, so I think those are the two options. To be honest with you, either you keep it as it is. You do a three to three and a half hour show. You do the montages. You do all of that and, and just understand that's the show. So if you're going to be a fan of movies, that's what you're going to get. Or you go Matt Nost's route, which I think is uh, is interesting to consider as a sports event. An hour and a half, just people walking out, telling you who the nominees are, telling you who wins. And then the speeches and we move on right on to the next award. But I, I want to add a two-man booth to Matt's suggestion because I think that could be really fascinating. I, I still think there should be inner space. It can't be all people coming up presenting. Right. But I do think an increase of like 25% would be warranted. Maybe mm-hmm. even a little bit more. Uh, let's just give out some more. And then uh, I don't know, do yeah. something. Cause it's gotten, yeah. I, I don't think I've sat down to actually watch in five or six years. Right. 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 Um, I, I didn't watch. I watched an, uh, how can I say this? I watched an, hour of last year total because i fast forwarded through a bunch of the stupid shit and it was i i I appreciated that they tried to do a more diverse oscars a more interesting oscars but you know it was just a train wreck on so many levels so i I think this desire to kind of be the cool kid and it just feels like like that steve buscemi gif where he walks up from uh whatever yeah, hey kids, holding the skateboard and shit mm-hmm. like he's in high school. That's what the Oscars feel like, and I'm like, cut it out. I know, like, like Sinatra putting on the Nehru jacket and singing Fifth Dimension in the late '60s. Cut it the fuck out. You are who you are. Be who you are, and the, the public will inevitably come back around. You know, Johnny Cash through the '80s and '90s couldn't fucking buy a record deal, and then Rubin revitalizes him, mm-hmm. and people fall back in love with the classic of johnny cash what it was so sometimes you just have to have patience that hey you're not the flavor of the decade hopefully you saved up enough money keep doing your thing people are still going to come see your concerts and then eventually the public will turn around and be on top of you and i feel the same way about the oscars keep doing your thing and eventually the the ratings will go back up again i I just just, to me it just feels weird to want to kind of turn this thing into a fucking yo mtv Mm -hmm. raps concert or something it just drives me nuts yeah uh hundred percent hundred percent i don't know i just you know i i don't know what's going to fix it and i don't think they're going to mm. do anything with it anytime soon yeah true Very maybe true. make slight tweaks here and there but it's such a institution mm-hmm. type of thing we do this because we do this because we do this right and uh until attitudes are willing to change you know yeah yeah agree get carteris in there and she can carve the fat just like she did a sag just <laughs> no emotion whatsoever <laughs> all right nope gone gone you know what we're gonna charge you guys a hundred dollars a seat by the way madness dude madness <laughs> uh all right uh thank you uh ed for ed buskirk for that uh, question uh let's move on to charles clark yeah good to go yep okay 
Charles Clark says, hello, Matt and John. As always, I hope you and my fellow listeners are doing well. I recently watched Luca. Oh, there you go. I personally enjoyed it a lot, even though it didn't go as deep as Soul, Coco, or Inside Out. I still thought it was very enjoyable, well-made, and beautiful. But I heard some people complain that the movie was somehow underwhelming because they expected more depth. My question is, when does a movie studio set the bar too high? It feels like Pixar has been getting dinged lately because some of their movies aren't all-time greats. But no studio produces that forever. Also, even though Pixar has made some thought-provoking films for all ages, is it unfair to, for us to expect them to only make those kinds of films? Thank you in advance for taking the time to answer my questions. Chuck, hashtag, let's go Mountaineers. Uh, Nost, what do you think about this? Um well, I mean, Pixar has been dinged in the past for this. And then yes. so long as they put out another good movie, who cares? Right. People move away um, from it mentally. Yeah. Anyway. Cars was, we all understood why two and three got made. Yeah. Um, are they great movies? Well, I guess it depends on, you know, how old you were or, or if you saw it with your kids and they loved it so much. So now you love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, they're, they're fine. They are exactly what they are. I didn't see the good dinosaur because all I heard was it wasn't good. Yes, it wasn't. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't seen uh, Luca yet. Mm, um, okay. I look, it's a Pixar. I know I'm going to see it just for right. whatever reason. I don't know. It kind of slipped through the cracks and then mm-hmm. inevitably it will happen. Yeah. But I think we, we obviously ding Pixar because they're Pixar. So when they have a slight dip, it's like, oh, way yeah, out. But look at these nine other movies, 10 other movies that they put out there that are all amazing in their own respect. Right. Um, yeah. I think it it's, He's right. It's inherent in the process that you're going to have some swings and misses. Yeah. But they connect so incredibly well so often that I'm fine with the foul tip or the strikeout or whatever the case is every once again. Like, yeah, but their on-base percentage is ridiculously high. Right. Um, Are there any other studios like that? I think A24 (laughs) could get there. Yeah, A24, definitely. Although it does get dinged for some of its... um marketing how it tries to trick you when you go into the movie that it's not this thing that you expected i saw saw a lot of people complaining about the green knight saying that the trailer didn't show them or didn't tell them or give them an idea of what the film was going to be Yeah, it's not reflective of the movie at all i i I don't know man i I, it's a journey it's a quest i feel like they got the basic overall gist of it correct i think people wanted more the specificity of the tone of the movie, and I think that's probably where that's a valid criticism of the yeah, trailer. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. want to get into it because it's still a new movie. Not yes, many people yes, have yes. seen it. Right. Uh, whereas if it was, if I had seen Luca, I think we could just throw a simpler spoiler on here. Yeah. We talk about it for three, four minutes. Absolutely. Whereas Green Knight, if we said that, I how many people? Like 7% of our <laughs> yeah, audiences so. have seen the movie? Yeah. 10%, 15 maybe, maybe it's higher, <laughs> but it's not like it's the preponderance because it's got a limited release. True, 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 true. Uh, although it's bigger, A24 is getting, you know, bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What were there? Any other parts of the question? Well, I, I want to address the first part here of this. Uh, you know, I, I think it is a bit unfair to expect this constantly from Pixar. And you know what? Uh, I like everything in life. When you have when you hit a certain height and you don't hit that height every single time. People will ding you. The fans will ding you. It'll be a constant source of criticism for sure. You know, I mean, the um, what was the situation with, um, you know, it's no different than a ball player or a sports team or an actor uh, or a director. You know, you just get to that point where like, well, why is he doing this? You know, Coppola, why is he doing Jack? This is the guy who did the Godfather. 
you know, and, and those kinds of things. And so it's just, it's a constant, uh, um, in the create, in the world of creativity, you cannot knock it out of the park every single time. You just can't. So to me, I just, I, I appreciate that we've had all these great Pixar movies and then I look forward to it. But as long as I enjoy the movie, that's all I fucking care about. I yeah. don't go into a Pixar movie going, okay, how the hell is this going to fuck me up? You know, exactly. And, what psychological loophole is this going to throw me through? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just, I like being surprised and I enjoyed Luca and you're right. It probably wasn't as deep as other films. It's very clearly about racism. That's the trailer. I haven't seen a trailer. Oh, okay. I haven't seen any of it. All right. Never mind. Then I, I'll just say I, I, I enjoyed Luca. I thought it was a sweet movie. I'll, okay. I'll leave it at that. That's fine. Um, it didn't go. It, okay. Then I guess I won't say, it. but yeah, I hear, I hear uh, Chuck's Charles's question, but I don't also, but I think also this is part of the business. And also, wouldn't you be happier that you're in a situation where you've achieved that level of success, success where people expect of that from you? Uh, whereas you're constantly trying to get that level of success, but never achieving it. You know, um, I liken it to the Schmodown. Yeah, I've won four titles. Me and you won a tag team title. People expect it expect me to win belts like every year, but it doesn't happen in the last few years. It hasn't happened. So am I having a shitty season? I don't know. It depends on how I'm playing. And it just didn't work out a certain way. While other players have gotten all the hype, all the conversation, all the love, all the everything written about them, and they can't win a belt, or they've only won one, one belt and then lost it immediately afterwards. And haven't been able to come close to winning another one. So it's just like it's that kind of thing that you just kind of look at it and go, well, it's good to have achieved that. At least you have some status uh, for Pixar. They've mm-hmm. won multiple titles and multiple belts. And so now they're in this period where they're, t- and remember, they're transitioning out of John Lasseter into a different. Um, yeah, they're growing. Right. Just exactly. Like everyone else and yeah. changing and evolving and yeah. uh, being acquired by Disney, set up new hurdles and. Yeah. You know, production used to go a certain way and now it goes this way and you have to adjust as a company wide. But I also forgive someone like Coppola for doing whatever he did because he also lived through Apocalypse Now. And that's yeah, part true. of his understanding of what a movie could be like. He's yeah. lived the cautionary tale yeah. that every other director looks at and be like, well, at least I didn't have that. Yeah. So someone like him, it's like, oh, I that psychologically has to be like why you take certain projects versus others be like i can't do another of these i'm sorry <laughs> this this is gonna win somebody an oscar yeah but not me like <laughs> go make your why do whatever you're gonna do don't care <laughs> don't get me wrong um but yeah i mean it, i just it's a testament to how excellent they've been oh yeah yeah so it's and a how many thing. How many studios would kill to have that kind yeah. of we expect greatness of you so yeah. kind of wear it with a badge of honor that yep. we're saying, why aren't you as amazing yeah. as it's like watching, uh, I watched the USA basketball game last night. Oh yeah. And in the first half, the offense was basically, Hey Kevin, can you do everything? Yeah. And on, on defense to some degree, we're just standing around and mm-hmm. you're like, how, how does this make any sense where nobody else can get a shot and out there right now? We've got Damian Lillard. We've got Devin Booker. We've got like just a murderer's row of guys that can shoot. Right. Uh, but that's why we ding you and criticize me. Like you, we expect better of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, ended up pulling it out, but the Aussies were up by 15 at one point. It was, oh. it was a little scary. Yeah. It was that third quarter. I mean, I think they were like 30, they scored 30, it was 32 to 10 in that third quarter. And that's what, well, yeah, the they game closed the gap. Oh, God. Nope. Chance to tie it at the half, but they right. missed. 
Right. Uh, but yeah, then that third quarter, they've done it numerous times. They remind me of the Warriors when the Warriors had their death lineup. If it was even remotely close at halftime, third quarter, they just come out and blow you out. Right. And the USA has done this a couple times now. Yeah. But now we got France, man. Now we got France. We're taking I, them down. <laughs> I thought Luca was going to get the job done, but unfortunately couldn't get him past France. Couldn't get it done. Those. I didn't see that game because it was on at, what, four in the morning? Yeah, and four that's in the not happening. <laughs> yeah, I watched the women's game this morning. I was not staying up till 1 a.m. It was good. They, play, they played with a spirit in this game that they had not played the entire fucking tournament. Hmm. So that tells me the pressure really got to them um, throughout this tournament because they were tight in every game. And now in this game against the Australians, they were much more looser and they were scoring like crazy. They scored yeah. four goals, which is the most they've scored. Well, I guess they beat New Zealand 6-1, but this was more of a free-flowing uh, type of American soccer that I was used to from the women. So it seems to me that the pressure just made them tighter through this whole tournament. And once the pressure was off to win the gold, sure. they were able to relax and play well. And yeah, it was four, three, the Aussies came back and came close to tying it. But in the end, they were up four, one in the second half. So it was a matter of holding on to the lead and they eventually won the game and got the bronze. But yeah, yeah I would have liked to have seen them play better. Aren't the, the, the women are uh, the women and the men both be uh, uh, women. Oh, damn, that's funny, huh? The male basketball team, the women's basketball team, and the female soccer team all beat the Australians in their respective matches. That's interesting. There you go. (laughs) Sorry about that, Australia. (laughs) Sorry about that, mate. Um, But do you like the women's Like, You know, there was all this drama before they came on because they didn't bring on that Notre Dame uh, players in the WNBA, but it seems like they're in the final now or going to be in the semifinals, I think. Right. Uh, full disclosure, I have seen zero. I've, this, <laughs> I love weirdly, it. this could be the Olympics I've watched the least. Oh, yeah. I don't, ditto, ditto. Yeah. So I've, when certain things have happened to been on, be like, oh, okay, I'll watch that real quick. But basketball right. is the only thing I've gone out of my way to schedule around. Yeah, I've watched a ton of clips on YouTube, but it's all post facts, so I'm not right. seeing it live. Right, right, right. But the five to ten minute packages they put together about either one specific event or a sequence kind of events, I've mm-hmm. watched a ton of those. Right. Um, but tuning in, so yeah, I haven't seen really outside of uh, a couple things here and there from the women's team. So I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. really know. Yeah, they're playing well. They're playing well, and. uh Oh, I forget. Oh, Brianna Stewart. Brianna Stewart's been playing okay. really well throughout the whole tournament. Um, it's interesting. They seem top heavy because there's like two or three scores that are getting like 20 points each. And then everyone's like four, eight, seven, nine points. So maybe you don't need that much to kind of kill it in the women's game. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, I'll be intrigued because for the men's, you know, Luca was yeah everything for Slovenia and got them to the semifinals and he was 17 and oh going into today's game right that's crazy. so far international play yeah it is 17 and oh so the international game now that it spreads might turn into more of the nba where you need these studs who right. can get you a bucket late right and that's my hope especially against france it's like who, who are we relying on here guys come on <laughs> just the intimidation factor of hey you know who shoots that shot on your team me <laughs> <laughs> Just to be a dick. Uh, but <laughs> I, I like that the players, by and large, don't complain about fouls. Like I really enjoy the FIBA game. It's quicker. Oh, yeah. Certain things within the flow of a game, yes, that's technically a, fla- a foul, but you kind of went flying into them, so the ref right. doesn't call it and be like, this seems more like basketball in a lot of ways to me. Yeah. yeah. Than the stopping every three minutes for 
a ticky tack foul. Yeah. Because uh, we got to get player X's free throws. Yeah. Like, all right, that's that sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've watched a bunch of track and field clips and swimming clips and uh, archery. I watched an archery. Ooh. Uh huh. South Korea apparently are pretty badass at archery. (laughs) Uh, I think it was them versus I was someone else from Southeast Asia in the final. Okay. Unless it was, you know, sometimes the algorithm will sneak in clips from older Olympics. Right. 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 So if it happened to be the one four years ago, it doesn't look so markedly older. And if you don't notice any of the signage, it could be that has happened to me once. So maybe Ah. it happened another one. I'm pretty sure South Korea won this year. Wow. Uh, and they got a kid that was fresh out of high school. There was okay. that double gold on the high jump where yeah. uh, they shared it. That was cool. Well, that's not. Yeah, that's right. They they could have uh, a split. They could them. have kept jumping. They went right. through regulation. They were tied, yeah. and they both just went screw it. Right, you're we a both champion. Get a gold. A champion. Yeah, right, exactly. we both get a gold. And they were right, tired. And it's like we, we're not going to clear that. Doesn't matter how many times we go. Why don't we just put this thing? Yeah, let's just put it to rest. And the dude had a broken <laughs> of ankle or foot or something the year before. Oh, wow. So he wouldn't have been able to even do it. Okay. Uh, there was that swimmer from Alaska that won. Who, yes. A year ago, she wouldn't have made the team. Right. There's some good, been some good stories, but I haven't watched any of the live. Hmm. Yeah, like you, I've only watched, I've only watched the uh, women's game the 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 uh, women's soccer team that's really and some of the basketball but not that much okay i think i'll watch when is when are they playing france friday at 7 15 p.m shut the hell oh p.m yep then i could watch that then the other games at like 3 30 in the morning or oh, the, the, the bronze the next day yeah 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 i believe or something ridiculous okay. it's like why would you even do why not why not have that game on Friday night and then Saturday night if you're trying to appeal to an American audience? Right, right. Uh, yeah, the women, women play Serbia in the semis at 9:40 p.m. So it could be okay. a it could be a, a, a back to back. Yeah, basketball night. I'm gonna have to tell the lady that Friday night is not our night. I'll have to let her. Know. Well, you're doing it for your country. <laughs> I mean, for God's sakes, American boy. For king and country, babe. What is this, <laughs> babe? Barb, uh, she's not an I Olympics just, fan. It's not allowed in the house. It's not allowed. I can watch it in my office, but I can't watch it out there. It drives her nuts. She doesn't like it. So. Just let her know that it's part of your cover story for your Sandinista true identity. So you have to appear as patriotic, if not more patriotic, than your neighbors. <laughs> Jace! <laughs> part of a sleeper cell. It's the long con. America, Jays, yeah. <laughs> kick the ball. It's like uh, coming to America in the face, in the face, in the face. This is my favorite time of the game. <laughs> Goes to the bathroom. Yes, yes. Uh, I made a lifelong friend from that. Uh, just, in the face, I did it at a game one time, and he just died laughing and looked over. We were both like junior high. And he was like, yes. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. We're at the 30 minute mark. I guess we should wrap up two questions today. That's how it goes. There you go. Thank you very much to, uh, to Charles Clark. 
Um, and to Ed Buskirk for their questions. We really appreciate it. Thanks to all of you who send in your stuff. You know, we try to answer them as uh, quickly as we can as we go through these things, but sometimes some questions just merit a longer response. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, and, but we're running out a little bit of questions. So please, if you're a patron and you haven't sent in thoughts, questions, or comments you want us to to talk about, feel free to do so. And the address, as I said, is on the Patreon for us. Um, and yeah, and uh, make it interesting. You know, it could be about anything. Matt and I are always open to talk about whatever subject you want to talk about. Right, Matt? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, so please send those away and head over to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10 if you want to join uh, over there and send in questions to us each and every week. We'd love to have you. And you can follow the show at Top 10 Show on Twitter and on Instagram and YouTube. It was forward slash the top 10 podcast with the number 10. And uh, hit me up at Matt Nost. You can hit me up at uh, The Roca Says on Twitter and on Instagram. And we'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode of Topic Thunder.